Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the H&H Sports Podcast. I'm Tanner Hicks, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, my full ham, amazing co-host, and Jackson Huey. And we are doing shooting recording the last predict standings predictions episode of the offseason. Whereas as the time we're recording only 10 days away from football, that matters, baby preseason's going on. It's fun to have on, you know, to scratch the itch a little bit, you know, but meaningful football comes on in 10 days, week zero. I'm excited, but we're not talking about college. We're talking about the NFL today, the AFC side of the NFL. As last week, we talked about the NFC predicted the standings for that conference, but this conference is the AFC. We're predicting the standings. Good gracious. It, it's so, it's the AFC is so loaded and that it's, it's so, like we talked about this last year in our first episode, the AFC is so, so loaded and it's so hard to predict the AFC, man. Like I did a good job of it last year. I'll give myself some credit. I'll toot my own horn. I only had the only miss I had was that I had the Titans over the Jaguars. And for the first 10 weeks, it was looking like it was looking great. Like Titans seven and three. Um, yeah, didn't win another game after that, but I, that was the only one that I missed, but hopefully I could go seven for seven this year or, you know, all 14 for 14, but let's just worry about that top half. Let's get that top half, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's just, I don't care about the bottom half to be honest. Let's jump right into the standings. I cannot wait to be done with these predictions. <laughs> I'm ready to just watch football. You and me both. The number 16 seed. We got it. We got it. The same team here. The American football conference is the Houston Texans. Correct. Where you got them at? Four and 13. Two and 15. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't give them no love. No love. You got CJ Stroud winning two games as a rookie. (laughs) Yeah, I, can see, I can see him being better, but, but I, I don't know. Now, the Texans had a very, very eventful offseason, more so in the draft. A lot, of, than a lot a, of hot takes coming from me today, just a heads up. <laughs> the Texans had a very eventful offseason, more so in the draft than in free agency, where um, if you guys watched our draft stream, I kind of freaked out over this. They they took CJ Stroud at two, right? We, you know, we're kind of like a little skeptical of where CJ Stroud was going to go, whether they were going to take Will Anderson at two or they were going to, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. They take Stroud at two, right? And then they trade up like with the Cardinals. They, they get the third pick as well. Back-to-back picks at two and three, and they take Will Anderson at three. Now we talked about this in the last talk about episode as well. <laughs> we talked about this in the last episode as well. The Cardinals, the the Texans did trade their first round pick in 2024, this next draft to the Cardinals. So the Cardinals both have their, their own pick and the Texans first round pick. So the Texans have like no incentive to be bad this year, which I don't think they really care about. Obviously they knew, they knew what they were doing. Out Will Anderson. Um, They get tank Dell in the third round as well. They get Henry Toa Toa in the fifth. Um, He's in the NFL now, not John, John Mechie's back now. John Mechie is uh, cleared to play. And, you know, the Texans had a very, very eventful offseason. They extended Laramie Tunsil to a big contract. Uh, they traded for Zach, Shaq Mason from the Bucks, signed Shaq Griffin, signed Perriman, which was a really underrated signing, in my opinion. Signed Jimmy Ward from the Niners, signed Devin Singletary, Robert Woods, Dalton Schultz. Like very eventful off season. Um, traded away Brandon Cooks. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Lost Rex Burkhead. Other than that, yeah, the Texans did did a lot, but not enough to win more than four games, in my opinion. This roster has a lot of holes on it. Damian Pierce coming off a really good rookie season. Um, let's see if he could build off of that. I think he got hurt at the end of last year, but I think he, he, he'll be, he'll be good to play. Um, 
the, the Texans have like no receiver depth at all, especially after trading away Brandon Cooks. They they have they have Tank Dell who they drafted, Robert Woods, Noah Brown who they signed. Um like they don't have they don't have much, if at all. They have Dalton Schultz at tight end. Stroud doesn't have a ton to work with, like whereas the complete opposite were at Ohio State, he had everything to work with. You know, he had unlimited weapons. He only um, had four four first round receivers. <laughs> only you know four uh five star uh five star receivers in his room. But they no, all went they all went in the first round. Yeah, four wins for the Texans, I think. I think it's fair. You know, if if CJ Stroud like and Will Anderson just turned out to be these all world rookies, like yeah, obviously they can win more games, but you know, a lot of things could factor into a team's record. So I think with the information that we have right now with the Texans, four wins I think is fair. And you said two. <laughs> Even if I put them at four, they're still the worst team. I know. Just <laughs> I have four. Just give them a little a, a little bit of wins. I think I have them splitting. I told you with. I got some I got some spicy ones today. Yeah. Fifteen. Who do you have here? Do we both have Indy? I have the Las Vegas Raiders at six and eleven. Okay. Explain. My, mainly because I did this based on Josh Jacobs sitting out. Yeah, but that they worked. weren't they weren't even good even with being like arguably the best running back in the NFL last year. Right. So. And that's that's a division for sure. It, a division in the NFL. Um, this is where I have Indianapolis. It's the team's really young. The team is extremely young. Um, the thing with the Colts of the past half decade has been, you know, some youth around a really, really old quarterback, <laughs> but the Colts finally, you know, Chris Ballard finally, uh, you know, had a bad record and used a top pick on a young quarterback, in this case, Anthony Richardson. And Anthony Richardson, I think, has the highest ceiling of any quarterback in this rookie rookie class. Um, I'm not saying he's going to be the best, but he has the highest ceiling. Like, he could, he has the potential to be the best. He has to be really, 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 really he's, special. It, it's Derrick Henry with accuracy. Like, he's he's a freak. He's, he's height, weight, speed is the name of Anthony Richardson and a rocket arm. He's like a tremendous, tremendous athlete. And if he, if he gets the, you know, the intangibles, right. Like the, the accuracy, the, the mechanics, he's going to be something else. Um, the team is super, super young. I have them at five and 12, obviously uh, Jonathan Taylor. I think he's back in training camp, yeah, but is. even with that, that whole stuff going on with them, um, I have the Colts at five and 12. I just, I don't think they're, they have it right now. Um, you know, with Shane Steichen, new head coach coming in, I just don't think they have it right now, but you know, once they, I think once they put it all together and once these young guys develop, I think the Colts can be really, really scary in a few years. So yeah, 14, this is where I have Vegas. Um, I have them at five and 12. Um, yeah, I guess it's not. How are you going to tell me to explain? Like, like you had a I, ten just, and eight or ten and seven or something. You you said it like it was this hot take, so I told you to explain. <laughs> so this is where I I have Vegas as well. They like, I I I'm doing like Josh McDaniel has shown that he's not a good head coach. <laughs> it's yeah, it's historically proven. I think like yeah. he's he's got there's enough there's enough we we have enough evidence that shows that Josh McDaniels is not a good NFL head coach, which is fine. Like Nathaniel Hackett learned that last year. That's just it's fine. You could just stick to being a coordinator. He had it right, just staying as a coordinator. <laughs> and you know, you lose Derek Carr, who's been your your centerpiece of quarterback for almost a decade. You bring in Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know if that makes you better or worse. I think it makes you doesn't make you better, that's for sure. And you draft Tyree Wilson. I think that was the right pick you know, start building up a young core on defense. Like, you know, obviously, like you said, you have Josh Jacobs sitting out. You have, obviously, if you have the best receiver in the NFL, Devontae Adams, it's just, I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you signed Marcus Peters a few weeks ago. Like, I just don't know. I, I Maybe five wins, maybe a little, 
like a little too much, but I don't know. I just don't think the the Raiders are a playoff team. I just don't think no, so. I don't either. Not Chandler either. Jones not getting like they have like they have a few like they have they have Jacobs, they have Adams, and they have Max Crosby. Like three of those guys, you could argue top five in their respective positions. Outside of that, it's not looking great, you know. So I, I just think there's a lot, there's a lot, a lot that this team needs, and I don't, just, I just don't think they have it. So I have them at five wins. Who do you have at fourteen? I kind of hate this, but I wish they, I wish I had them better. But I got the New England Patriots seven and ten. Okay, you're you're. It sounds like your conference is like just mushed together by like separated by one win. Like everybody's just separated by one or two wins. Except the Vegas and the Houston. Yeah. In this case. Yeah, I wish I had the Patriots better, honestly. But it's just the way I that's just the way I picked them. That's what we were saying last year. <laughs> like we we just know the Patriots can any point just win. Any games. game, they can just win any game. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be straight. They're gonna be solid on defense. Yeah, they always will be. They always, yeah, they always will be. It's the offense that scares me. It's just, I don't know about Bill O'Brien. <laughs> I don't know about Bill like, O'Brien. Like he has I'm not. I don't know about back, Mac Jones yet. Like we've seen him play good his rookie year, but he has experience coordinating in the NFL. Right, he was a coordinator for New England. You know. A while ago, right? But that was with Tom Brady and I think Randy Moss, right? So, and Wes Welker and Gronk, like he had some help. He had he had a little he had a little bit of a little bit of help. And with this, he's just it's gotta it's gotta gotta be a little bit more from him. So I don't know. I could see I could see the Patriots being at seven wins. I could see it. I, just, I don't, crazy. I don't think, yeah, it's not crazy. I don't think, I don't, I think they'll be better is what I'm saying, but I, I, I could see them being here, but I think they'll be better. What I'm worried about is just the, the secondary, like McCordy retired. You have Kyle Duggar, right? He's, he's, he's good, but he's more of a, he's, he plays more in the box. Right. And then you have Adrian Phillips who plays more of the top, but it's like, who's going to play corner for them. Right, this team is very, very thin at corner. They've lost J.C. Jackson, Stephon Gilmore, lost both of those guys in the past two seasons, and like Jonathan Jones, he's more of a slot. He's not your number one guy, and it's just like Christian Gonzalez. Team, like they just drafted Christian Christian Gonzalez, who's you know he can come out and have a Sauce Gardner type rookie year. Like the, the Patriots need that <laughs> just to have a competent secondary core but you know the Patriots like their secondary is looking pretty thin if, if Christian Gonzalez can put it together in his rookie year I think they'll be fine at, at most but right now it's not looking great that's like and they're like the receiving room hasn't been great you know there's a lot of question marks for the Patriots I'll, I mean I won't have a lot to say about them once I get to them but this is where I have where I'm 13 or you, this was your 14. That was my 14. Okay. 13. Who do you have? At 13, I have the Cleveland Browns at 8 and 9. <laughs> your, your bottom half is really, really mushed together. Man. Really, really. My top half is too. Don't worry. <laughs> Obviously, we've seen it from Sean Watson before. And we got, I think we got to see it again after the two years off. Um, Nick Chubb, one of the best backs in the NFL. I, I just got made nine. I really don't know what to tell you. I don't hate it. That's a, that's the record I have them, but I have them a couple of spots. At thirteen, this is where I have Denver. Ah oh, man, uh, obviously they bring in Sean Payton as head coach. Russell Wilson, um, probably the biggest disappointment last year was Russell Wilson, and the Broncos' offense was tough to watch. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just think the Broncos just continue that. They're going to have a good defense. Um, but I just, I don't know, man. Javante Williams coming back. 
They draft Marvin Mims. Tim Patrick's back out again for the for another season. I I like Tim Patrick. He's a good player. Yeah. So like Patrick, to see him go down again. Tim Patrick has his injury on Madden is probably zero. He's probably zero. Yeah. A good twelve. Um. Yeah, I just have them six and eleven again. I think they won six games last year as well. So I don't know. I just I don't know about I. It's it's all Russell Wilson, right? If Russell Wilson plays well, I think the Broncos do well because they do have a good defense. I think I think if the this team will go. Jerry, did you do breakout year? I hope so. We said this last year with <laughs> Russell Wilson coming in. His breakout year has been pending for three years. <laughs> I think this team can go as far as Russ can take them. You know, Broncos country, let's ride. And if Russ plays well, I think the Broncos do well. He's feeling dangerous. That's Baker. Danger, danger witch. My bad. <laughs> I've got to mix up. It's spicy. That's what it was. It's spicy. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was something cringe. <laughs> yeah, Broncos 13, 6, and 11. That's pretty much all I have to say about them. Number 12 in the AFC. You go. At 12, I have the Indianapolis Colts at 8 and 9 again. <laughs> I'm telling Not you, all my, they're, they're, they're just crammed together. But, um, I just feel like anybody in the AFC could beat anybody any week. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of how I feel about it. I think, I think that stands for the whole NFL in a way. I though. think, I think one through 12, I agree with that. The yeah. last, the bottom four, I don't really know for me. But I think, I think if, if Jonathan Taylor plays, that'd be huge. But I think towards the end of the season, Anthony Richardson's going to get comfortable and he'll, he'll probably. They might win some games off that. You know what I'm saying? Like Steichen's definitely going to have a system catered to correct. Yeah. Anthony Richardson. Don't need to see him succeed. You know, they're not going to be a right. lot of play calls that no, I do you know, think I'd be I, out of his comfort zone. I do think on mine, I had him stumbling like a lot at the beginning of the year. And then yeah. they picked, I had him picking it up at the end. But there still, aren't a lot of easy I, like wins outside said, of their division. That's yeah. Sure. Like, like you said, it's, um, Really young team, and I just had him win a couple more games because Anthony Richardson. I think he'll he'll he might break break out at the end of the year, kind of like just or uh, yeah, Justin Fields did last year. Yeah, I could see it. It's just I I think this team is extremely young, and you know might take like this year just might be a wash just to let them develop. This is where I have Tennessee. At seven and ten, mm. I just don't think the team's that good. <laughs> as much as I hate to say it, it's not great. Quarterback situation obviously has been the story of the Titans. Well, who's going to play quarterback? It's going to be Tannehill, obviously. But can Tannehill go great. back to great? Now everybody's going to call me a bandwagon or not bandwagon, <laughs> a homer. I was scared about that last year because everybody was like Titans, no. But then I had them winning eleven. I had them winning eleven games last year. Um, we were on the track to do that. You know, anyway, uh, seven games back to back years. I just, it's the offense is what I'm scared of, man. I'm confident in our defense. As long as Vrabel's the head coach, I think our defense is going to be at least, at least top half. Um, it's the offense I'm scared of, man. I know we signed nuke. It's just, I don't know how much it's going to help, you know, nukes, like obviously nukes, one of the most sure-handed receivers. Like what? Okay. What I think is, is, our red zone offense is not going to be a question. I think our red zone offense is going to be probably top five in the NFL. If I had to guess, because we have Derrick Henry, we have nuke, we have Ryan Tannehill. We have Traylon Burks when he's healthy. We have Chigga Conquo. Like we have all these guys that are just you know, weapons in the red zone where you can just get them on end rounds just, or just give it to Derrick Henry or just throw it up to nuke. Like, or, you know, read option to Tannehill is also an option or you could put in will, uh, or you could put in Malik Willis for that. Like once we're in the red zone, I think we'll be fine. It's just a matter of getting to the red zone is what I'm scared of. We've been, we've seen that the tread on the tires for Derrick Henry is starting to, starting to wear off a little bit. He's age 30 season for Derrick Henry. I don't know how much gas he has left in the tank to be. I don't know how much. 
I, I, what I, what I really wanted to see the Titans do this offseason is get a competent backup running back. Like, I think we could prolong Derrick Henry's success. Derrick Henry's, you know, I mean, the NFL time on Tennessee, if we could just get a competent running back, I was hoping we could just, we could get Kareem hunt in the offseason, Right. I didn't, I didn't think we we're going to get Dalvin cook, but I, like at least get somebody like Kareem hunt, someone, maybe even London Fournette, somebody who competent enough to play third down or even more than that on the Titans. It's not like Jeremy McNichols or, you know, somebody weird, <laughs> just somebody above average as a backup running back. And I was hoping we could do that just to, you know, you know, prolong Derek, Derek Henry's career on the Titans. And we didn't do that. So I'm scared. Derek Henry's going to have another, you know, if he stays healthy, another like 350 carry season, which he'll do well in. he'll have a lot of yards. And it's just like, I also don't know how that's going to translate to the playoffs. I just, I just really, I'm what I'm questioning with the Titans. I'm not questioning their defense and I'm not questioning the red zone offense. What I'm questioning is kicking and moving the ball down the field on offense outside of the red zone. And those are big, big things to question. Kicking has been a, like a, a kryptonite for us recently. Um, and like just moving the ball down the field outside of nuke. We don't have anybody that can just get open. Traylon Burks isn't really just a get open separator type receiver. And he could develop that, but right now it's not looking like he's that type of player. Yeah. And I think Diop being there opened up some more opportunities for Traylon though. And Diop definitely helps. It's just, I don't know how much he was, he was, he was, he added, we added on like, as far as like our red zone offense, we just added something like we just got better at something we didn't need to get better at. Now the Titans definitely needed a number one receiver when we got that in Judger Hopkins. But I just I just don't know how much that helps. Getting Dodger Hopkins can only help so much, you know. Like we've seen DeAndre Hopkins have all these quarterbacks and have all these have all these like fifteen hundred yard seasons, but the Texans were rarely good when that happened, you know? Yeah. So I just think all that to say, I just think the Titans their seven win season. I hope we're better, but that's just what I, the way I see it right now. Yeah. Well, at 11, is that we're at 11? 12. I thought we did 12. Here's your 12. How much was the Colts? Yeah, we do. I went first. Oh yeah, we did 12. Well, on 11 then. Sorry. Me or you? You go ahead. At 11, I have the Indianapolis. No, this is where I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Wow. At nine and eight. Keeping yeah, you're, that. You're really clumped. <laughs> yeah. Keeping that. Mine's a little, mine's a little more spread out. Like keep keeping that, keeping that winning streak going, that 500 streak going. Eight plus game. Eight plus, eight plus wins streak yeah. going is what it is. Yeah. Keeping that above 500 streak going. Yeah. I, I just think the team's young, basically. <laughs> I think I'm not going to say they're going to, I don't have them making the playoffs here. Spoiler, but I think they could obviously Mike, Mike Tomlin has proven that he, you know, is a, you know, good enough coach. Oh, to take. I definitely, I definitely can see him making the playoffs. Yeah. I, this team, this team is good enough to make the playoffs. It's just a matter of will they? And it's also like the AFC's a gauntlet. So it's their division. Schedule, it's their division for me. Strength that's, of schedule. that's the only reason that I got them so bad is their division. Yeah. The strength of schedule is also a factor in this. Like the Steelers, I think are a good enough team to make the playoffs. It's just, you know, <laughs> there's just, I just think there's seven teams better than them. And you obviously do. This is where uh, I have. Apparently I, have I think there's 10 teams better than them. Yeah. <laughs> at least seven. Um, we're at Cleveland. I live in eight, nine. It's just, there's a lot of questions with Cleveland, man. The past couple of years, Cleveland's run defense has been horrific. And that's been Cleveland's problem with stopping the run. And that's the reason why their defense has been so very bad. They have good secondary. They can stop the pass. Um, it's just, it's like them is them in the chargers. They just don't have great run defense. Um, 
that's that was one of their main problems. But you know, big, the biggest question is Deshaun Watson. How's he going to play this year? Last time we saw him play a full season, he led the NFL in passing yards. So I know that's a lot to like, you know, like that's a big thing to like, you know, have look back on, but it's like he hasn't played a full season in three, three seasons, you know, like we just don't know what he's, what we're going to get from him. You know, obviously you have Nick Chubb, you have one of the best offensive lines in the NFL and you have, um, you know, Marty Cooper, Sure, any receiver like you, you have a lot of these weapons on offense, right? It's just, it's the right. biggest, just Deshaun Watson is the biggest question in the run defense. So I just have them at eight and nine. I think they'll be better than last year. So you know, a decent overall team. I just think they'll miss the playoffs. Obviously, their division is pretty rough. Yeah, their division is rough. You said you're eleven. At number ten, ten, top ten, top ten. You going or I'm going? You good. At 10, <laughs> I have the Jacksonville Jaguars at 9 and 8. Okay. Now, I definitely could see them being winning the division. I'm not – I don't let me – don't let don't think that I'm just saying they're a terrible team. They're not going to win the division. Like, like they, they definitely could win the division. Yeah. I just have them – I just have us winning the division because I – I'm saying this. I'm saying this. I'm saying this in August. I'm saying that as of August 16th, I still believe in Ron Daniel. I do too. I do too. It's I believe that, in Ron Daniel. I believe. Believe that. Like you said, not worried about the defense. I'm not. I don't need to talk about the Titans right now. I'll talk about them later. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't get off. I can't get off topic here. But the main thing is, I just, ha- I just have the Jaguars. Like they have a tough. I think they have. They have a tough. Um. Out of division schedule. Yeah, I, they're out of their schedule is crazy. <laughs> yeah, their schedule is insane. Like they, like remember, they, yeah. all the NFC teams they play are tough, and I think it's just and, like and they I play the NFC North the too. Like I think they just play the NFC North, which is like a, a a decent division outside of Chicago, but their whole division is crazy, or their whole um their whole yeah, schedule. Yeah, their out of division schedule is insane. Like. That's the main reason why they got eight wins for me, like or eight losses for me. Um, yeah, I just I'm kind of being a homer, but at the same time, I'm not. I'll explain it later. Okay, this is where I have New England. New England, I I I touched on them a lot earlier when you talked about them. Uh, secondary is a big issue, and receiver help, offense, pretty much. How's Bill O'Brien going to be at calling plays? Um, can't be much worse than Matt Patricia. I'll tell you that definitely an upgrade. Um, but Mac Jones, obviously a big question. Um, they just signed Zeke Elliott. Um, him and Ron Roger Stevenson will be a decent, uh, backfield though. They'll have a decent run game for sure. Uh, receiver room, uh, straight away, Johnny Smith. He wasn't a big contributor anyway, but they're going to have, they have a good offensive line and they have a good run game, right? They're going to, they're going to play off of that. It's just when they when they air it out to pass is Mac Jones, you know, can he take that next step? And I think if Mac Jones doesn't do well this season, I think he's probably out. I think he's probably I think he's so. probably out. Um Yeah, Patriots eight nine. I think I think that's fair for how the Patriots look right now. But with Bill Belichick as coach, you just you never know. <laughs> you really just never Yeah. With a mid roster and Bill Belichick as head coach, you just never know. They might win the division. Yeah. <laughs> Never know. At nine, I'll go first. This is where I have Miami. Me too. And really, I was about to say this is that this is that team I have missing the playoffs that I just wish could just make it. Me too. It's just what's your record? Nine and eight. Me too. Miami is who is who is my biggest thing? Like who is guys down the field? I don't have any question about Tua's ability, right? No, no, Obviously, there's no question about Tua's with, ability. With Mike McDaniel being there, I think Tua's going to be fine. It's I'm worried about Tua's health. I think Tua could stay on the field. I think if he stays on the field, yes, he's had three concussions. What? What? What was the biggest question last year? Right, 
was obviously the defense. The def- like this team took a complete 180. Jalen Ramsey's like gonna miss time. When Flor when Flores was there, there's no question. But you had questions about their offense. Their offense was very, very, very weak. McDaniel gets there, right? Offense is elite. They're right out the gate. Offense is elite. Now you know that they bring in Tyreek Hill and stuff for Jayla Waddle. But offense is elite right when McDaniel gets there. And defense is questionable. They just signed Vic Fangio, right? He's making the most money out of any coordinator ever, right? Because he's proven to be a very, very, very good defensive coordinator. Not a very good head coach, as we saw with Denver. But he's with the Bears. Why does everybody make their... Like Denver why is everybody sucks proves at hiring coaches. Yeah, why, is, why everybody <laughs> proves they're not a good head coach at Denver? Denver just sucks at, sucks at hiring coaches, man. Like, just terrible. If, if Peyton Manning's not on the roster, they're just not good. And Von like, Miller. Like, they had, um, they hired, who did they hire after, um, what's his name? Who did they hire? Vance Joseph. Oh, not yeah, good at all. Forgot about him. He's a he's. I think he's still the defensive coordinator for the Cardinals. Vance Joseph, not good at all. They had um, they had Josh McDaniel in like 2010, his first stint as head coach, very bad. And then they obviously had Nathaniel Hackett this past year. Didn't even make it through the season. Um, and then they had uh, Vic Fangio, who they hired, who's a great defensive coordinator, who was had great defenses while he was the head coach. He's just not a good head coach. And that's fine. Um, so we'll just, we'll see how he does with the defense this season. I just think, I think that, okay. I obviously have them at nine and eight here, but I think the, the, if the, the everything goes right for the dolphins, right? If everything works, works out, I think the dolphins could be a super bowl contender. Definitely. I really do. Definitely. I really do. Vic Fangio, obviously, I just touched on him. Elite defensive coordinator, elite elite defensive play call, and the defense is personnel wise is is pretty good. The offense has proven to be really good. McDaniel calling the plays. Tua had a, a breakout season last year. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. They now have uh, chosen Anderson. Um, they have Raheem Mostert in the backfield now, or still like Gasecki's gone, but they have a tight. Now, I don't know. I don't know. Tight end's a question mark, but like tight end's not really a factor in the Mike McDaniel offense anyway. So I think this team, personnel wise, coaching wise, everything's been put together. I think Miami has a real, real shot to like go really far this season. It's just, you know, I got to see it first. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Miami did something. But I just have them at nine and eight and missing the playoffs. Yeah, me too. That's crazy. I, I did not think we were gonna have them in the same place. Of all teams, I think it's gonna be them. I I wish I had them better. Yeah, me it's too. It's just like a lot of these teams I just didn't want to miss the playoffs. You know, it's just I wish like obviously what we what from what we've had left, like process of elimination, I have the Jacks winning the AFC South. I just I wish I could put them in over the Jacksonville. Like I I I think the Dolphins are much better than Jacksonville, right? I just wish the NFL like just didn't have to put division winners in the playoffs. And I would definitely have um, Miami in here if you know I could take out Jacksonville. Yeah. But yeah, Miami I could see being a Super Bowl contender, but I just oh I definitely I definitely can too. Like it's not. It's not about – I'm not questioning their ability. I guess I kind of am, but you know what I'm saying? It's just can they put it all together, you know? Yeah. Everything has to go right. At eight, this is where I have Pittsburgh. I have Pittsburgh just missing the playoffs. Um, Kenny Pickett is look, – look promising in, in camp and preseason so far, but – He's still a big question mark. You know, can he be consistent? He, his first start through three interceptions. So wasn't, wasn't great last year, but he was a rookie really going to 
you know, but they, they were winning games when he was a quarterback. So I don't know. Can, can he pick it, you know, take a step this season? Um, they signed Allen Robinson to help the receiver room. I just, I don't know, man. This team's not, not great. They're very yeah. mid. Yeah. That's why I have a nine. I just, don't, I, I just think the only reason they win nine games is because of Tomlin be a well-coached team. Yeah. It's going to be a really, really well-coached team, but I can't, I can't always make the playoffs too. it's just these, these like eight, nine, 10 and 11 and 12 for me. I could see them making the playoffs. Mine goes all the like, way up to 14. I could see them making the playoffs. I, I, I just, we have the missing like that. Like we said before we even started this AFC is low did like it's so stacked. What if, what if I told you my one through eight, I'll have 10 wins. I wouldn't <laughs> like, I would believe it. I had my one through nine last year had 10 wins. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Who's your eight? My eight is the Denver Broncos at 10 and seven. So you believe in Denver. Well, you don't have to make it to the playoffs, but you haven't won them 10 games. Yeah. I have them barely missing the playoffs. Third in the division. I want to hear this. I want to hear this. I think Sean Payton's going to get him right. Like, I think Sean Payton's going to use Russell Wilson as more like a Drew Brees than, than Aaron Rodgers, like Nathaniel Hackett tried to do last year. Um, I don't have any, I don't really have any questions about their defense. I think their defense is solid. Yeah. Um, obviously they didn't give up, but they didn't, they, didn't, they gave up points last year. It's just, they just couldn't score. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, I think Sean Payton to get the offense right. And, I think Russ bounces back. You know, I'm a, I'm a Russ guy. <laughs> like, yeah, you're you're like a half Seahawks fan. I, I, and, but it's like, how much? My question is, is how much? Like, how much is last season? Like, his lack of lack of success last season, get a weigh on him this season, right? Yeah, you just gotta throw that out, like. Like, is he going to take it like that? Is he just going to throw it out, have an elephant, elephant memory, throw it out. You have no expectations this year. So you just, you take that and you go into this season, new head coach, new scheme, and you, you ride with it and you play. I feel like, I don't know. It just seems like Russ is the type of person where that lingers, you know, yeah, he does. He definitely does. He definitely does. Like that, that just stays with him. It, he's, he proved it all last year. It just stays with I don't him. Know. They humbled him a little bit. They took away his parking spot, took away his office. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed in the facility anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Um, yeah, it just seems like Russ is the type of person where that kind of lingers with him a little bit, which is like, I'm not judging because that's like a, like emotional people like right. deal with that. Right. Like it sticks with them a little bit. It's just, I don't know. Russ is Russ has shown that he's get, he easily be a top five quarterback in the NFL. He's just gotta he's just gotta prove it to me again. Could Sean Payton bring back the old danger Russ? That's what I tried to say earlier. I don't know yeah. why I said he's feeling dangerous. That was Baker, obviously. <clears throat> yeah. I didn't have Baker feeling dangerous at all in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 did not. You had them you had them barely three and fourteen than, than the Cardinals. Barely being better than the Cardinals. That's no, insane. I had them last. I had them last. Oh, you did have them last. That's insane. Forgot about that. Anyway. Welcome to Hot Takes. Top seven playoff teams for the AFC. This is where it gets a little long-winded. This is where it gets a little spicy. Now, you, process of elimination, you probably have already, you know, I think we have the same teams here. It's just a matter of order. Yeah. At number seven. Who do you have? I want you to go first. Justin Herbert makes his first playoffs. I have. They made it last year, dude. Oh, they didn't, did they? Yes, they did. Oh, he won. He ain't never won a playoff game. All they, right, let me they scratch blew that. the lead last year. Let me scratch that. To Jacksonville. Let me scratch that. No, let this me is staying that. in. This is staying in. <laughs> Fix your mistake. Take it back. All right, my bad. At seven, I have the Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert makes his second playoff appearance. Um. I don't he's hate never, it. He's never won a playoff game. I'm 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 mixed up here. There you go. Um own it. Yeah, I think this is a good I think this is 
a, a good team. I mean, obviously, I don't think they're going to compete with. The, I don't think they're going to be the Chiefs in the division, but um, yeah. I mean, I like the team. <laughs> All right. Enough said. My this like. is where I have. This is where I have the Jets. This is where I have the almighty New York Jets. Now they just signed Dalvin Cook a couple yep. of days ago for reporting this. Um, the Jets have been the talk of the offseason. They're the they're the team on hard knocks. They just they just got Aaron Rodgers and his little goons with them from Green Bay. The Jets are gonna be good, right? Like they just are. With Rodgers, Hackett's back as his coordinator. They bring in Dalvin Cook. They like the team from last year. They were like seven and three, seven and four at one point, and they kind of you know got back to earth, down to earth a little bit in the second half. But this team is really this team is good. This team is good. It's just a matter of everything's. Brees Hall. Brees Hall was on a rookie of the year run. <laughs> I was tearing up for my fantasy team, bro, and he tore his ACL. I had Javante Williams, right? I was so proud of that because he like. I barely drafted him. Like I, I feel like I could have got him as a UDFA. I had Javante Williams and I had Brees Hall. Right, both of them tore their ACLs. <laughs> both. Bro went full running back by committee. And fantasy Still upset. football. Uh, our our fantasy draft is in like or is it is next Saturday. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. I'm so happy. Like fantasy is like probably my favorite part of football season. Man, it's so fun. Anyway, the Jets have a really good roster. I'm not questioning their roster. They have one of the best secondaries in the entire NFL, one of the best cornerback groups in the entire NFL with Gardner, DJ Reed, and all these guys. My question, everything's new, right? Most of everything is new. That offense is, the entire offense is basically new, right? Can they just put it together? Can they just be good and put it together? Now, Rodgers, I'm not questioning Rodgers, right? But I'm Rodgers is what, 38 now? Yeah, something like that. Now, what's crazy, what, what I just what I just processed now is that if Rodgers plays until he was Brady's age, like he said, like like he says he will, he would he would play for another seven seasons. So he would retire in 2030 <laughs> if Rodgers plays until 45. He do, he would retire in twenty thirty. Let that sink in a little. I bit. don't see Rogers playing that long. I don't think like forty five is insane. Like that's like like that's Brady and Nolan Ryan that had just that just play until they're like halfway to fifty. Like that's like there's two athletes that I can that, think of. That's way past halfway to fifty. But I get your point. Well, like 45, 40 to fifty halfway is what I was saying. <laughs> that's what I was saying. Um, Tom Brady and Tom Brady's the only guy I ever played of 25. <laughs> um, yeah, the Jets, a really good roster, but like everything's new. So just, just you know, I, I still have them making the playoffs. I still believe in them a little bit to win 10 games, but can they just put it all together? You know, can they put everything together and win 10 games? The, the division is really, really tough. Like, I think I had them, I had them splitting games. With everyone in the division, I think, right? Uh, I think I did too. And they still went ten and seven. So the, the the Jets also have a really tough schedule too. I think every every like playoff team I think plays the Jets that I have here. So the Jets are gonna have also a whiff of a schedule, so they'll they'll be tested. soon. Can they put it all together? I believe in Rodgers. I think they'll at least make the playoffs. And I think once they get there. I have the I have the Jets at six. Okay, we just all right. Hold on. Yeah, it's just a question: Can they do anything once they get to the playoffs? But this is just playoff standings here. At six, the where I have this is where I have the Chargers too. So we just have the Chargers and the Jets flopped, or flip flopped. Um, Chargers, you really didn't have much to say about them. You just like the team. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> I, I kind of just blanks. So I just I just like the team. Yeah, Char- <laughs> but they also Eckler. He's playing right. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I like I like the uh, Quentin Johnson pick. Mm-hmm. 
I think he'll be an immediate immediate factor for them. Like doing stuff so. that doing stuff that doing stuff that Keenan Allen and Michael Williams can't do, you know, like and then a run after catch ability. Yeah, that. And like like I said <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. I, I don't know where I'm going with this, but you need notes, buddy. <laughs> I do need notes. I need notes bad. I'm trying to do it off the off the dome. I'm better at college. Um the Chargers to so their pick of Quinn Johnson um instantly have like a top five receiver room in the NFL. Now they have uh you know they have the guy that gets open in, in uh Keenan Allen, they have the jump ball guy, the high point guy and Mike Williams, and they have the rack guy and Quinn Johnson. They have everything, all the affinity stones together to let Justin Herbert succeed. And they bring in Kellen Moore from the Dallas Cowboys, um, who's shown to be a really good offensive coordinator, who really, really good, um, really good in the pass game. So I think Justin Herbert, I, I think he leads the NFL in passing yards this season, as long as Mahomes just doesn't go God mode again. But I think Herbert, I think Herbert, like, I don't think that's a hot take. I think Herbert definitely uh, like leads the league in passing yards this year. Um, and the Chargers, you know, it's just your defense is my real question. I don't have any question about their offense. Their offense might be the best in the NFL next year with, with Eckler, um, Herbert, they're out their receivers that I just touched on. I have no question, no question about their offense. It's their defense that I have questions about. They, they address linebacker and diet with Diane Henley and they dress uh, front seven with Tui Tui Pelosi, uh, from USC. But, Outside of that, like they didn't really address defense that much. They have JC Jackson who, who who should be healthy this year. Khalil Mack who should be healthy. It's just, you know, can they all stay healthy and can the defense play well? It's like the main thing about these AFC teams is like that, like everything else, but there's just one big question mark. Oh, I... hold on. <laughs> what? <laughs> you couldn't hear that. No, what? My Mac was beeping. <laughs> oh, it was beeping? Yeah, go ahead. Is it, is it hot? No. Yeah, the main thing with these AFC teams is like that. Like there's like mo- most everything is put together. It's just there's one, there's one big question mark that's kind of holding them back from in my succeeding, in my opinion. So, yeah. Jet 7, Charter 6. At 5. You have a five. Five. I have the Baltimore Ravens. I feel like that's like, yeah, that was probably explanatory. Um, self-explanatory. Yeah, this is where I have Baltimore as well. Baltimore's yeah. just kind of like sad at five the past few years. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I don't uh, really much to say. I mean, they there's a little bit to say with Baltimore. They bring in um, Todd Munkin from Georgia. Back to back national championship winner as offensive coordinator, um, to help, you know, call in place for Lamar Jackson and Lamar Jackson, at the time signed the biggest quarterback deal in NFL history, um, and they signed o- Odell to help with uh, Lamar. Just you know, I, I don't have any questions about Lamar himself. I don't Zay have flowers. They got Zay Flowers too, and they drafted Zay Flowers as well. They addressed the receiver room. I don't have any question about Lamar, right? I think Lamar, like he, he won an MVP in year two, right? So with also leading the league in passing yards or passing touchdowns that year, I don't have any questions about Lamar, Lamar's ability. I have a question about his availability and the play calling for Lamar, which has been amazing. And his receivers, his receivers the past couple of years just can't get open, right? Mark Andrews, there's a reason he gets so many targets. He's the only guy that gets open and the only guy that consistently catches the ball. So can somebody outside of Mark Andrews, Zay flowers has been a freak so far. He's been amazing in camp and I loved him in preseason. It's just kids. The Ravens Zay, still have that. The Ravens, do the Ravens still have that crazy preseason streak going? Yeah, I think so. That's crazy. They need to get a crazy regular season streak. going. <laughs> <laughs> They need to get on that Steelers flow. Yeah, I don't have any questions about their defense. Their defense is gonna be gonna be decent. Lamar is I don't have any questions about Lamar. 
It's just, can his receivers get open and you know, can the play calling be good? Cause Greg Roman was a disaster and Todd Munkin help out this Ravens offense and help out Lamar. And I think, I think it will. Cause I have them living winning 11 games. Yeah. I have them 10, 10, 10, 10 and 7. You know, my, you know, I, you know, mine are crammed up. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give you the floor here. I'm going to give you the floor here. I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you do your thing. At four, I have the Buffalo Bills. What? Okay. At 10 and seven. I thought you had Tennessee here. That's why I was like, take the floor. You have, wait, yeah. you have Buffalo winning 10 games? Yeah. I need, I need you to explain that. What do you mean to me explain that? Only 10? I don't know. I, I had them losing. I had them losing to some, to a couple teams. I don't remember who. Don't they play the Bengals? The Bengals, yes. the Chiefs. Probably had, it's probably who I had them losing to. And then I probably had them losing to the Jets in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. The, the Bills have a really crazy schedule. They play the Jets twice. I might have had them losing to the Patriots once in New they England. Play the, they play the Jets twice. They play the Jaguars twice. Or not the Jaguars, the, the Dolphins twice. They play the Jaguars. Yeah, I think that's where all the losses come from for me. Like They play their the Giants, Patriots the Jets, twice. The Jets won 10 games, and there wasn't much – and the Dolphins won nine. There wasn't much more room for the Bills to win that many. They play more. the they play the Bengals, they play the Eagles, they play the Chiefs, they play the Cowboys, they play the Chargers. Like, yeah, they do have a crazy schedule. That's why. That's why. There you go. Yeah. Well, I absolutely hate it. I guess, but the Bills are a really good team. No, they are. This time last year, they were the consensus best team in the NFL. I still not. I still don't really think they have a running game, though. I mean, that's not their offense. I know, but <laughs> that's like, hurt that's them before. Not they, this has hurt them before. <laughs> I know. Not having a, a good running game to rely on has, has hurt them. Um, and they just don't show up in the playoffs. Like, their defense just doesn't show up in the playoffs. That number, like, that consensus number one defense in 2021. Like, I know they played Kansas City, but, like, really, really needed to step up for them. I thought 2021 was the year for them and they just, it just didn't happen. But yeah. Buffalo's a good team. I'll touch on them when I get to them. This is where I have Jacksonville at nine and eight Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence um, was breakout was, was last year. We all saw it coming because Trevor Lawrence is a is uber talented. We all knew it was going to happen at some point. The Jaguars didn't have as eventful of, a, of an offseason as they usually do. They usually just are by far and away the, the team that spends the most money. Um, yeah, they bring, they bring back Evan Ingram on the franchise tag. They signed C.J. Beathard to be the backup. Signed Dearness Johnson from the Browns. Like, they didn't do much. They drafted Anton Harrison um, because of Cam Robinson being suspended. The, the, the Jaguars didn't really have an eventful offseason, but... They, they, they do bring back Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley is cleared to play um, or is allowed to play now. He serves his, served his suspension. And I think, I think the Jaguars are going to be, you know, good enough to win the division. And if they were last year, I think they definitely are this year. I don't completely disagree. I don't disagree at all. Like, I do think they're good. I think they can win the division. Now I can have the floor because this is number three is where I have the Tennessee Titans. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you speak, buddy. Record might be insane. 11 and six. This team, I don't think this team's ever going to be bad with Mike Verbal as the coach. Like, I'm just going to say that. Like I said, as of August 16th, I still believe in Ryan Tannehill. I think Ryan Tannehill gets a lot of blame for stuff that's not his fault that he cannot control, like bad play calling, bad O-line, but receivers not catching the ball and it gets picked off, stuff like that. And you get a, you get rookie quarterbacks twice a year. Yeah. I think that helps. Like, that definitely helps. Um, Especially, I don't know. I don't know if John, we don't know if Jonathan Taylor is actually going to play or not. Let's just say that. <laughs> I think he will. I think he will. 
Yeah, I think he will too. But like, because the fines are going to be huge if he does. Right. And they they don't have to play the Bills. They don't have to play the Chiefs. Their schedule's not that crazy. Like, or our schedule, I guess I should say. It's not that crazy. Like, I don't think eleven wins is crazy. I like could I said, see it happen. I, like, I obviously hope it happens. Like, I'm not and I trying think, to hate I think, on the Titans. I think, I think DeAndre Hopkins brings a whole new dynamic to this offense. I just look. I might, I might be getting a little overexcited about this season because I might be setting myself up for for uh, disappointment. But I think it's me yeah, every year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think DeAndre Hopkins brings a whole new dynamic to the offense. That. I don't know. Like you said, there's no questions about the defense. I'm not worried about the defense. We have the number one run defense last year or something like that. Something like that. And you add Harold Landry back to the mix. My, 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 my other question with them is pass rush. Yeah. Can we have a consistent pass rush? We haven't seen it much. Obviously Landry was Harold Landry was out all, all last year. He's our our best pass rusher, but can the Titans get a consistent pass rush? Because if I, I think if we get a consistent pass rush with the run defense that we do ha- have already on top of like all the young corners that we've drafted. Yeah. Let's talk to you off with the Saints in New Orleans. My bad. I mean to cut you off. You can go ahead. I just think if we get a consistent pass rush with the like with the already with the strengths that we do have, defense is gonna be scary, right? And if we could just move the ball downfield consistently on offense, I obviously, like I said, I don't, I'm not, I don't have any questions about red zone. Like once we get in the red zone, I think we'll score every time, but it's a matter of, can the offense consistently get to the red zone? And when we had Arthur Smith, when we had AJ Brown, you know, we were, we were, you know, we saw a lot of big plays, saw a lot of big plays, a lot of 70 yard touchdowns, mainly because AJ Brown, you know, good after the catch Corey Davis, you know, like AJ Brown was also a really good route runner. Can he get past defenses and stuff? Like, can we get that element back again? Because that's part of what makes Derrick Henry so special is that it's why we give him the ball so much for the, for that type of offense with the, um, I already forgot our last coordinators out of my Todd, mind. Todd Downing. Todd Downing. You had not forgot him. Um, Todd Downing, like he was not like he wasn't good. He, he was, was not good. He was not he, good. He wasn't a good play caller, obviously, but he was just, he wasn't, he was scared to throw the ball downfield, which, which is like, it's not something you can do when you have somebody like Derrick Henry on your team. When you pound the rock with Derrick Henry, you want, you want teams to be scared to play action, right? You, you, this is the reason you give the ball Derrick Henry so much so you can take advantage of play action. And that's what Arthur Smith was so, so good at doing. Number one play action team when Arthur Smith was calling plays. I want to get back to that, man. I want us to give the ball to Derrick Henry 25 times a game. And when we do pass, take advantage of Derrick Henry being on the field, use play action, and get those big plays off of play action. I just, you know, I just, I miss Arthur, I miss Arthur Smith. <laughs> I really do. Um, but yeah, that's the biggest question for the Titans. Can the can the offense move down the field consistently, and can we develop a pass rush? Yeah, I would agree. But like I said, I I believe. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you get the you get on the road at New Orleans, the Chargers at home. That I know that feels like a Mike Vrabel winnable game. Like you know All what right. I mean. Like the Rams game a couple years ago in LA. Like there was no chance nobody had us winning that game. Yeah, and we just lost Derrick Henry. Do what? And we had just lost Derrick Henry. We signed right. Andrew Peterson to play yeah, that like, game. <laughs> yeah, like. And then they get the Falcons at home. They go to Pittsburgh. They got the Bucks. The Panthers at home, so that's another rookie quarterback. Bucks on the road is definitely a Titans loss. <laughs> that's definitely a game that we just lose. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna win a game we're not supposed to win, and we're gonna lose a game we're not supposed to lose. Yeah, at least one. Seahawks at home on Christmas Eve. I'd love to go to that game. Oh, we get a Christmas Eve game. Let's go. 
at 12 p.m. It's going to be cold. So cold. I don't know. It might not be. It might be 85 at Christmas here. (laughs) (laughs) It just depends on the year. (laughs) We only get two primetime games. I mean, we have a London game. Yeah, the London game is a Ravens game. We only get two primetime games? We only get one four o'clock game? Every game's at one. Yeah, it is. That's crazy. For the Dolphins on primetime, we play the Steelers on primetime. We're usually good on primetime, excluding the Bills game last year. Holy crap, I didn't want to watch. I, I didn't want to watch after <laughs> halftime. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely turn that game off. For sure. Yeah, this is where I have Buffalo at three. I have them winning 11 games. Uh, Buffalo's just like, like you said about the Chargers, they're just good. I just like the team. Um, like you have Josh Allen. Um, the running back situation is definitely depleted a little bit. Um, not something I'm in, incredibly confident in. Like you said, not really have a running game to lean back on. I mean, they, they bring in Damian Harris, who's a bell cow. They bring in Latavius Murray, who's way past his prime. Like, not really trusting in the run game, which is going to just got to, you know, affect them in the playoffs somehow. Um, yeah, Bill's a good regular season team. I think they're going to be really good. Um, that offense is is really good as long as Josh Allen digs. You know, they just drafted Dalton KK to help out that offense. Um, and their defense is always going to be really good too. I'm confident in the Bills to, you know, win another 10-plus games here. I would agree. So we both have Cincinnati here. Cincinnati here at 11 and 6 for me. I have been winning 12 games. Cincinnati's really good. Top to bottom, I think Cincinnati has one of the best overall rosters in the entire NFL. Cincinnati is really, really good. Joe Burrow, Joe Shiesty. Joe Cool. Leading the leading the way at quarterback. <laughs> um, Joe Mixon. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. This team is yeah. really, 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 really on. good. I mean, really good. And they just um, added um, what you call him from Kansas City went to Cincinnati. The O lineman, dang, what's his name? Orlando Brown. Didn't he go to Orlando Brown? Didn't yeah. he go to Cincinnati? I think he's a little overrated. He got paid way too much. <laughs> Somebody was going to do it, and the the man did. Um, yeah, Cincinnati's just going to be good. They really are. It's not much to say about him because that nobody already like. Everybody already knows Cincinnati's good. As long as Joe Burrow's there, as long as Jamar Chase is there, as long as, you know, Zach Taylor's there. Wait till they add Justin Jefferson and complete that LSU trio. <laughs> <laughs> the team's going to be really good. 12 wins. Yeah, definitely. I could see him winning 12. I could see him winning. I just think, it, I just think it's going to be a Bengals Chiefs AFC championship again. Yeah. Like it, I, I think, think it's, it's inevitable. That's like, just going to be, that's just going to be the rivalry for the next decade. Mahomes, Burrow, AFC Championship every year, like it was Brady, Brady Manning. Yeah, AFC Championship every year. Yeah, so number one, I have Kansas City at twelve and five. Two words: Patrick wins at a, Mahomes wins at a premium <laughs> in the AFC. You have the number one seed at twelve. I have the Chiefs winning thirteen games, like you said. Patrick Mahomes is all we really need to say. Yeah, two words: Patrick Mahomes. Before Travis Kelsey, <laughs> <laughs> Mahomes, like the biggest question I I had Chiefs winning, like I had the Chiefs at like the sixth seed or the set fifth, the fifth seed last year, mainly Patrick, because Patrick Mahomes said, "Screw you." <laughs> I I had questions about the weapons on offense. I didn't I didn't I obviously didn't have questions about Travis Kelsey. I had questions about Tyreek Hill is gone. Who's gonna step up and be that number one receiver? They 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 signed a bunch of like hodgepodge guys for at receiver like Juju. And um, MVS, but those guys stepped up and you know played their roles extremely well. And Patrick Mahomes threw the most yards ever, or like no, he did. He had the most combined they, they, yards. They ever. lost the top five receiver in the NFL and said, and Patrick Mahomes went out and said, it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I got I, better. <laughs> I have no reason to um, question. Here. I <laughs> I have no reason to question Patrick Mahomes anymore after what he did last year. So. I have the Chiefs. As long as Patrick Mahomes is on the Chiefs and the team is looking like decent, 
I'm always going to have the Chiefs as the number one seed. Yeah, I don't. It's even just know. what's going to happen. If they're not, even if they're not looking decent, I'm having them in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Mahomes equals winning. Yeah. Mahomes has never not made it to the AFC Championship in his career. That's insane. Yeah. And he's never had a. He's never. Hold on. Somebody sent the stat today. Let me see if it still. I still have it. He's never lost a road game in the division. No, I thought this was crazy. Never played a road game in the playoffs. All right, ready? Percentage of seasons with top 10 defense. Brady, 15 out of 21, 71%. Peyton, 4 out of 17, 23%. Rodgers, 2 out of 14, 14%. Breeze, 2 out of 19, 10%. And Mahomes, zero out of five. Well, that team, that's that was like the identity of that team before Mahomes got there. Right, right. Like, that team like, a, just... like he has two Super Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you got the best best player in the world on your team. He has two Super Bowls. That definitely helps. <laughs> yeah, Mahomes is insane. That was the AFC predictions. It's a little, it's a little like the, um, the, the sixth seed for me and the 11 seed for me are all separated by two games. <laughs> all my so, are by one. Yeah. So it's like the AFC is definitely like, it's a gauntlet for sure. It'll definitely, it'll probably look a lot different than what we have, but you know, a lot of teams can get in. A lot of teams can get out. It's like, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, those were our AFC predictions. We appreciate you guys listening. Please subscribe to the YouTube. Please turn on notifications. You guys never, ever, ever miss a podcast episode. You don't want to miss an episode of the greatest sports podcast in the entire world. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. We are wherever you guys get your podcasts. Um, so, yeah, we will be back next week. For Pickums, we're we're uh we're predicting the uh the New Year's Six Bowls and award winners college football. We will be back this time next week. See you guys there. Peace out.